Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hirstetter. I'm Ted Zaleski, and with us we have two guests today. Ashlyn Keir. I'm Claire Parsley. And these two ladies have been working on something called the Book People Project. And we're going to let them tell you a lot about that this evening. Uh, we've already mentioned it once or twice, but they know it better than we know it because they're the ones who have been doing it. So we're about to ask them a couple of questions about those projects. But real quick, want to say we are recording at our normal spot, Exploration Commons. It is October 24th, and it just so happens to be my son's 18th birthday. We just did a birthday episode maybe two or three shows ago. So it's not a full episode about that because that would not go over well. But I do want to just give a quick shout out to my son. Um, happy 18th birthday, Matt. And I also think it's kind of cool that on his birthday, I am getting to talk with two young ladies very close to his age, doing amazing things in our community. So the Book People Project is all about little free libraries. And for those of you listening, some of you might be familiar, and some of you may not really know what that is. So let's start, if you don't mind, Ashlyn and Claire, tell us a little bit about what a Little Free Library is. Uh, so a Little Free Library is pretty much just a book sharing box where anyone can put in books or take books. And you know, it's good for the environment too because you're just recycling old books too. And you've done two that I know of so far. Is that accurate? Yeah, we've installed two, but I'm working on another one now actually too. Okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, the two that you've done so far and, and how that got started? Um, so there's one at um, St. George's, which I don't go to like that church. So okay. I just found out about it because one of the, the girls who goes to that church goes to my mom's book club mm. at the brewery. And she said they've been one in one. So I still need more service hours. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of um, fundraised for it. So that's pretty much how that started. Okay. And go ahead, Ted. You were going to ask something? So two, two things here. First, on the Little Free Libraries, uh, some of you might have seen these without realizing what you're, what you're seeing. They're all over the place now. In our community, But yes. there's a post in the ground with a little box on top, usually with glass doors of some sort. They don't all look the same. People will do them all kinds of different ways. And inside are, are books. You know, so if you're driving around and you see something and oh geez that must be one of those little free libraries and then the other thing ashlyn mentioned the brewery that the brewery is piped aside um, we have a bit of a relationship between the podcast and piped aside and actually are looking to someday do an episode with them but we've already been to some events that they do um, they're very involved in the in the book world and in the community, they do a lot of really interesting events. So Lori and I already knew Pipe the Side before we knew about Ashlyn and the Book People Project. It's just another one of these things where stuff just keeps happening to us and we find ourselves with things in our lap that we didn't expect. Yeah, I was going to get into the backstory at some point about how we ended up here. Um, it's almost, we've brought this up on the show before, serendipitous. Um, just things fell together, just felt like it was meant to be. And we can talk a little bit more about, about that. So um, 
you were starting to say about the, the first project and how that one came together. What about the second one that we know of so far? Um, I think that was another thing where a girl in my mom's book club just won a library. So then I just offered to do it. And then we did like a re reused art sale where we like upcycled stuff mm -hmm. and then sold that to fundraise. And then we made a lot more money than like we actually used to build it. And to build it, we went to um, Habitat, like Restore Habitat for Humanity. Yes. And got a kitchen cabinet, which we used for that. And then the rest of it was just my grandpa's like a builder. So then he had a bunch mm. of old materials too. So we didn't spend that much money on it. So the, the director of the Restore guy I played basketball with for years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And you do mean the one in Westminster, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been there many times. And I've seen pictures of both of your libraries, they're beautiful. Um, the Charlotte's Quest in particular with a butterfly design is absolutely gorgeous. So who painted that? Uh, well, she painted some of it, then I painted like more of like the details of it. Okay, really cool. It, it just fits there perfectly. Um, and so Little Free Libraries, the standard approach, if you go to that, their website, littlefreelibraries.org, um, you, can, you can buy kits from them, um, but they're a basic you know, template, uh, they're all the same, and then you can just paint them. What you guys are doing is like a whole nother level. So the first one looks like a church, in essence, right? It's got the little, it, it looks like it belongs at a church. And then the second one, as I just said about Charlotte's Quest, I mean, having the butterfly, it just fits right in to the scene. So do you want to tell us about the third, or is that one sort of in the works and not unveiled yet? That one I'm actually doing as like a project for the environmental symposium because they're uh, they were asking like high schoolers to do art for that mm -hmm. recycled art. This is with the county you're talking about. Yeah, so then that's just like my piece that I'm putting as an art project, but it's it's kind of like a like a mid 17th century like French girl. She has a, like a big skirt, and then the skirt's like a bookshelf. Wow! So it's gonna be indoor, and then the head of it too is like a lamp, so it's like a little reading nook too. Oh, I can't wait to see that one. That sounds really awesome. And I see so you're a very creative person, obviously, that you're interested in, you know, building box. It's great. Um, I think it's great what littlefreelibrary.org has done all these years, but you're just inventing it in a way that allows you to use some of that creative expression. So I've been hearing about this environmental event coming up. and It's pretty big. I think they have 30 or 40 high school students participating in some way. Uh, I wasn't expecting to hear that your little free library was one of them. So a little bit about that, if you don't mind me bragging on you. Um, the county put out the release to say, you know, that this, these projects are going on. It's the Carroll County Environmental Advisory Council. Um, they had recently done some environmental action awards. And Ashlyn here won the award for student engagement. Um, for the Charlotte's Quest uh, Nature Center Little Free Library. Um, it was a $1,000 scholarship by Spot on Engineering Solutions, and there was even a $50 gift basket, get this, from Jeannie Bird Baking, which is someone we have a connection with. So we'll talk about that in a little while. So congratulations on that. Thank you. That is awesome. I'm glad that it's getting recognized because, as you said, part of what you're doing, creativity, it's about literacy, and it's also about it's good for the environment because you're repurposing materials in your builds. So I knew about the scholarship, but I again I didn't know that it was connected to to that event. 
So all these things are coming together now. Yeah, it's really incredible. And um, the idea with libraries of this nature are take a book, share a book. So it's also building a, a sense of community and that it's really about, you know, if you what if you can't afford a book? You know, libraries, the standard kind are an option. And being able to find, I think of them as these little treasures along the way is really pretty spectacular. So can you tell us a little bit more about the fundraising side of this? Because I, I hear you saying you've done this. You've got a couple of different ways in which you've done it. You can't build these libraries without resources. So what generally does it cost to do all the things that, that need to be done? Do you have a rough idea? Maybe you had an average. What's the cost of building a little free library? Well, I mean, the cost for like the past two have been like less than $100, but like the general value of it without like repurposed stuff would be about like 150 I think. Okay. And um, the kits that are on littlefreelibrary.org are upwards of $300, $400, yeah. depending on what. So you guys are finding a way to do it more economically, but you're finding the way to do this by raising the funds on your own. So tell me again about the things that you've done so far on fundraising efforts. Oh, we did the recycled art sale where we made like a bunch of art out of like, like materials and then like we sold it for like a pay what you can. Okay. I think I remember a bake sale also. Yeah, we did do a bake sale, yeah. Okay. And something, was this at Pipe the Side is that where the bookmarks are? I think I remember seeing bookmarks. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is coming up with fundraisers that people listening to the episode today could support you? We don't really have anything coming up. Honestly. Nothing scheduled yet. No. Okay. Well, one thing you can do now, if you go to the two sides website, mm -hmm. two sides to the story.com, the second two is a digit. Uh, we have it set up with a donate button that is tied to their projects. So if you're sitting there saying, I want to help, uh, don't have to wait for them to come up with another event. You can go in there right now. Yeah, we built a link. Um, it takes you directly to their website, uh, which I, I want to ask about that a little bit too. Um, but tell us, if, if they go to your website, what are they going to see as far as the ways in which they can help you? What do you need from people who are interested? So there's two different book lists, which one is connected to Rudolph Girls. Oh, yeah. And that's more of like a banned book list of books being banned in high schools. Okay. And then the other one is like an Amazon wish list, which I update like probably like every couple of weeks, depending on what I need. Mm -hmm. So like I think like two weeks ago it was like big font books for like older people who can't really see. And then um, there's also a thing where you can donate old materials you have if you have like old screws or wood mm -hmm. on there too. And then that's basically it. Okay, so there's a variety of ways in which people who are listening could help. Um, going to their website, whether it's directly, we're going to put that in the show notes, or through ours if you're watching the episode or listening to the episode and then you want to link to theirs. All of that is going to be listed, ways in which they can help you in the community. And I am going to guess, because you happen to be a bit younger than us, that you probably are using social media pretty well, too, to put out there what you're doing. Am I right on that? Yeah. Okay. So where are you on social media? We are just on Facebook and Instagram. Are you on both of those? Yeah, that's all we're on. Just those two, too? Okay. 
Um, I bet we can learn a few things from you on social media and, and even your website. Can I ask about that? Did you design it? Uh, yeah. How long did it take you to do it? didn't really take me that long, probably like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a feeling, my heart. I knew you were going to say that. We did our own website too. And it took five years. Five years. <laughs> Not quite that bad. I probably spent uh, weeks, easily weeks. It's not my strong suit. We got it done, but it was painful. <laughs> so congratulations um, on all of it. The, the logo, I wanted to ask about the logo too. So I like the logo a lot. Did you design that yourself or did you use one of those online resources? So like I kind of drew out a piece of paper uh -huh. and then took a picture of it. Okay. And then went into like this app where I just like drew lines onto the lines already I had already drawn so it was more defined. Okay. And then I had another app where I, it was like a paint bucket where I could just like paint in spots. Oh yeah, that's what I. That's one of the things I liked about it. It's got a very subtle coloring. Yeah. Yeah, and so that you did yourself designing it with mm -hmm. the okay the different programs that you were using. Yeah, we might need to get a few tips from you. It's funny. Ted and I have joked about we need an intern. Someone who wants to build websites, keep them up to date, learn to use social media in a bigger, better way than we do. And um, yeah, I know you said something about community service. And we're hoping that there's some young person out there who is interested in web design, logos, social media. So if you ladies know anyone that you're friends with out there that is looking for something like that community service hours that they need, Send them our way. Please, help us. <laughs> We're barely getting by. So um, after this third one, when that is complete, do you already have thoughts about the next? No? Oh, oh, oh actually, I do. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like a little, it would be like a, I don't really know how to like describe, like a, I don't know how to describe that. Okay. It's going to be, it would be bigger as like a little, um village of little free libraries oh with like goodness. different like buildings yeah so i mean that's what i want to do next but that's gonna that would need like a bigger space than the other ones too if it's yes. gonna be like a little village so how many do you anticipate in the village like rough idea uh, probably like 10 because oh. like i would do like a bakery put baking books in there and then like so like a general life so it would be more, which like, one has specified. a theme yeah, that's what I want to do, yeah. I'm, I'm love seeing a that. book eventually, the Book People Project Book of Little Free Libraries. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Well, if you go into a library, right, they're sectioned off. Nonfiction, fiction, yeah. cookbooks would be in one section. So you're envisioning a little collection of little free libraries, each with kind of a theme in them. Yeah. So until you get to the village, when you stock a little free library, you mentioned the Amazon wish list. How do you decide what you need? Are you trying to do a mix of kids' books, adult books, or, or how do you approach that? Uh, like, people always have kids' books to donate. I have so many kids' books. So I usually am, like, looking more for adult books. Mm -hmm. And I basically, like, depending on what season, because recently I also asked for a bunch of Halloween books, too. Oh, perfect. So it's just if I have any events coming up or if it's a season, then, like, I would want books for that particular for the thing. season yeah yeah so as your mother saying when are you going to do something with these piles of books she is yeah <laughs> it's a growing collection so yeah. you need certain books but that's not what you need the most because you've got a good collection it's stocking yeah. up 
you need certain ones. But what's the biggest thing that you need? Is it materials? Is it um, just money to be able to, to build them? What, what seems to be the greatest need? Um, I mean, probably materials just for like building the libraries. Okay. Because that, that's, that's where it's the most expensive is mm -hmm. building them, so. Okay, another thing I found on your website, I, um, I didn't even tell Ted this, this is a little bit of a surprise and you two can have a conversation about it. Um, Ashlyn is intending to pursue a career in architecture. So wanted to talk a little bit about that interest and how that ties into the little free libraries, because that is something you thought you were going to do once upon a time, right? That's right. So who wants to go first? Talk about architecture. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I've just always liked, I've always liked designing things. Mm -hmm. um, when I was like 12, I liked designing buildings. Like there was like a bunch of games I would play where I would just design buildings. So then, yeah, that's basically that. So tell your tale <laughs> all the way back to elementary school, probably fourth grade. I, I knew I was going to be an architect. You know, it wasn't a, I'd like to do this. That's what I was going to, going to do. I used to do weird stuff. You know, I, I read books that kids in elementary school don't read and uh, it's all digital now, but back then, you know, everything was by hand. I used to practice architectural lettering so that I, did it, did it right. I had plans for stuff that I put together. I actually went uh, to University of Maryland. They had, um, I don't know how it works now, but they had a competitive program at, at the time. They accepted a certain number of kids into the program. Got into it my second year and started thinking, yeah, this is not what I was expecting. I think part of it was I had dreams of being the next Frank Lloyd Wright and started realizing that there aren't too many Frank Lloyd Wrights that, that, that come along. Ended up taking, taking different paths. But it, um, it was a big part of what was in my mind for uh, a number of years. That's not what Ted does, by the way. His day job is now oh. money and finance. <laughs> and we do a podcast. So you never know where you're going to end up. How about you? What are you thinking you want to do? Uh, I want to be a nurse. Okay. That's great. In high demand these yeah, days. Yeah, absolutely right. And I, I see the architecture overlap with what you're doing because as you're designing these, you're kind of flexing that muscle a little bit yeah. to think about how you would design something. And pretty, I think, pretty ambitious that like the 10, 10 of them as part of a village. I love that idea and, and the effort it would take. So, I mean, let's use the two that are complete so far. How many hours did you spend in start to finish? Um, well, for like including the art sale for the Charlotte's Quest one, it's like 150 hours. Oh my goodness, wow. That's quite a commitment. It really is, yeah. So you could use some help maybe beyond the resources and the books. Um, and even if someone wants to donate money because it always takes you know a trip to Lowe's to buy materials is, is going to cost if you have to buy new versus repurposed on everything because it depends what's available. Maybe there is an opportunity for people to pitch in with hammer and nails themselves, right? So um, as you do more of this and things come up about ways that you can help, assume that you'll put those things on your website and on social media so that people know how they can 
um, donate time, resources, or or money to assist with the projects. And we're all in with you, so we'll continue to promote in any way that we can that help you. Absolutely, which is probably the perfect place for me to talk a little bit about the backstory. So Ted already mentioned at the beginning, you know, we um, were interested um, in partnering with Pipe the Side when we realized that they were both people. You know, the community book swap and the book clubs and that kind of stuff. They clearly liked books the way we liked books. And it was just sort of by accident that I learned that you were doing the Book People Project. But on our very first episode, which was exactly a year ago, well, 1020 was our first episode. So we've missed it by a few days. We did a live audience here at Exploration Commons, and we had a special guest that joined us that evening. Um, Matt and Robbie um, are their names. They are author, illustrator, husband and wife, and they were doing something very similar in, in nature with promoting literacy through the community. But they took it on the road. They got a bus and they took their family and they traveled for a year to Title I schools to deliver books to one in each state. They documented their journey. They did Instagram daily minutes each leg of the trip to show people what was happening with the fundraising efforts that they had done before they got on the road. Well, they joined us that night because they had already started their project and were already on the road. I don't remember what state they were in when they joined the call but here we are, live episode, audience members, and they dial in and we were able to put them up on the TV monitor. And they told our audience that night and everyone that was watching after the fact about their project. And we had this link on our website to donate to them for what they were doing that year. So here we are getting ready to start our second season and their journey is complete. The bus is back home in Maryland. They live in Chestertown. And we already knew that we needed to update the website and have a project for a year or two. So when it came up that the Book People project was happening and it was about Little Free Libraries. And believe it or not, that first night we talked about in the future, we wanted to do something with Little Free Libraries. Having no idea about you or about the Book People project, just knowing it was something we hoped would happen. And now here we are, two weeks a week plus away from our season two kickoff episode. We're gonna do another live event. We're gonna be back at Exploration Commons again. And instead of the bus people, we will have the book people. So you guys are gonna be joining us that evening. You get an opportunity to tell people about what's happening with your project. Um, the link to the donate page is already there. So that doesn't have to wait. Registration for that event is up with Carroll County Public Library. We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, if you'd like to join us that evening, we do still have spots available. It's free to attend. We're having cupcakes and reviewing our first year, talking about year two, and part of year two involves the things that you're doing with the Book People Project and how we can help support you in that effort. So we're very much looking forward to that. Um, what other things did did you want to cover this evening? And let's absolutely make sure that you get a chance to say anything else you'd like to people listening about, about your projects. I don't know. 
Well, if you think of anything, 11-7 is just around the corner. So we know we'll see you there that evening. And you can maybe between now and then, if something does come up that you're going to be working on or that you want to give an update, um, you'll have um, an audience of people who might be willing and able to help in some way. An audience of people who are going to like what you're doing. There is no doubt in my mind. I think it's very impressive. Um, I, at 17, definitely was not doing things of this scope. Uh, it's really very cool, and I think you'll get a lot of community support for what you're doing. I'm impressed. So what else from you tonight, Ted? Do you have other things to share with them? I know we have several upcoming events. 11.7 seven's the big one. Well, you kind of... I went there. I already went yes. there. <laughs> yeah, we actually have a, a, a string of other things coming up. The, the next one that's got a, a hard schedule uh, is 12-1. We'll be interviewing Sarah Adler on her book, Mrs. Nash's Ashes. Now, this is for a group called the uh, Friends of Carroll County Public Library. So this is not a public event for, for people to sign up on. But we do have other things coming that will be public, uh, just don't have dates for them yet. Okay. Well, um, we will put in the show notes all of the contact information for the Book People Project and ways in which you can help. Uh, the link to the registration for the 11-7 event. Uh, we have another episode that we'll be recording later this week with our friend Lisa from the Carroll County Public Library on our recent Baltimore tour of bookstores in the community. And I can see that's something that you are interested in too. So maybe that's another thing we can have some fun with is getting to bookstores together because I see that you like to go to them um, as do we. So maybe there'll be um, an opportunity to do something like that as a trip. So until then, thank you for listening. And enjoy your reading.